Um, <clears throat> CIA definitely killed him. <laughs> JFK? Mm-hmm. 100%. This week on Conspiracy Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the great thing about Noob Talk is that you can endlessly swap out the first word. <laughs> Pol- politics Talk, Conspiracy mm-hmm. Talk. Mm-hmm. Tranny Talk. Tranny Talk, Popcorn and Chips Talk. Gay Talk. <laughs> Straight Talk. Straight Talk. <laughs> Bicurious Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I gotta be honest, out of all the new words invented in like the past five, ten years, Bicurious is just, I, I love it to this day. Okay, so the thing with bi-curious is it's a bullshit word. It just means gay. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. For me, with me, it's mostly about sound. Mm-hmm. The way it sounds is just like, it's just so, because it's like its meaning is somewhat su- suggestive mm-hmm. and the sound is somewhat suggestive. And it's such a nice marriage, if you will, of these two, these two things. <clears throat> so, uh, T, welcome back to uh, Deep Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You're very welcome. This is, uh, we have been, turns out, uh, ev- evidence has dictated that uh, we have been uh, categorically getting the, the past few episode numbers wrong. <laughs> uh, so so uh, let me just actually make absolutely sure I'm getting this right. So today... It says 59. Welcome back to episode 59 of Noob Talk Radio. Okay. <laughs> For I, maybe the second or third time. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is episode 59. I think we actually already... Last one we said episode 60. And we were like congratulating ourselves on, ha- on it being episode 60. Mm-hmm. That was just straight up... 100%, a lie. 100% wrong. <laughs> totally a lie. Oh, well. Uh, today is, I'm relatively certain, check the website twice, episode 59 of New Talk Radio. So welcome back. Uh, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. With me here is Teague Henderson. And Teague, how are you today? Fan-fucking-tastic. Thank you. And yourself? I'm uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said you know, earlier, despite... Getting that call about my new condo mm. <laughs> having a leak and causing water damage before I've even moved in at like one fourteen in the morning, and then dealing with that, and then having such an adrenaline rush that I couldn't You're get not to going bed. To sleep, no, dude. I went to bed at like, and which for me is really late at like two thirty. Mm. Like it was disgusting, you know. But I feel actually really good today. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. I mean, it's just because. I somehow managed to squeeze in like three days of work into like one and three quarters and still come to do this episode with you. It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm feeling really like it's kind of like it's it's been rough lately and it's it's a tough push, but it's like I'm really going to enjoy like a week off after this. For sure. You know what I mean? That's uh, My girlfriend was telling me the other day, she's like, yeah, studies have shown that, you know, it's better for you typically to do a lot of work and then take actual time off than to just sort of like mm-hmm. take a little, like a few hours off every now and then. Like you won't get as much actual relaxation from it. I believe it. You know, and it feels it feels right to me. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's just it's a, it's a final push scenario. Makes me think of that Seinfeld. Maybe think of final final solution. That that you know studies have shown stuff made me think of that Seinfeld episode where Kramer only sleeps for certain amounts of time. Sure, you know, and then he's just fucking falling asleep. All the time. And he the, starts, and, like, micro-napping or something? Yeah, and his girlfriend <laughs> thinks that he's dead, so she calls her, like, mob brothers, and they throw him in the river. Oh, my God. I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember that part it of It was episode. an amazing episode, man. <laughs> I do remember the not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And him I think getting, it was Da Vinci or something, right? Yeah, he was getting progressively <laughs> worse and worse. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not like that today. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to... Uh, you know, I've also been like really digging on. I was gonna say this is what we've been playing, but I'm re- I've been really digging on Marvel Champions. Mm. Like my my love for this game just continues, and it's like good. I think it's just the right level of like the strategy in it is. It's not like chess or anything, but it's just high level enough that it completely has my attention when I'm playing it. Mm. So it's like a really nice uh, just. 
kind of disengage from like uh, yeah. my day to day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm, I'm even starting. To, I'm even starting to appreciate like I really shit on. Uh, well, the, the community of Marvel Champions is like deeply uncritical, and it fucking drives me up the goddamn wall. Um, including like my favorite content creators, which are really just the least shit of the content creators. <laughs> like mm -hmm. they're not that good. They're just whatever. <laughs> they're the least bad of all the people I've seen. <laughs> so and their opinions sometimes are just like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, really, guys? Yeah, no, I know. Really? Yeah. But that aside, um, why was I saying this? Uh, How much you dig in the game? Oh, yeah, because I, I really, sh I, I've sort of like, I really shit on a lot of the design decisions they make in the game that are really frustrating lately. Like, they, they release OP heroes that are just like, they essentially become, like, I'll end up buying the pack to get like two or three cards in it to use in other decks, mm -hmm. but the hero is like immediately shelved, or even in some cases, I just throw them out. Because they're they're just they're just too good. You throw them up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I I see them. I mean, I'm pretty. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm pretty smart with like analyzing the the mechanics of these games because I played a lot of them. I like a mm -hmm. lot of experience with them, so I can pretty immediately see like just glaring design flaws. And I'm just like, I can't like this. This is clearly unplayable. I do a quick Google online. It's like. You know, because they all, everyone else just tier, tier. Uh, right. Yeah, the S tier. Yeah, tier ranks of the heroes, and it's like, sure enough, I see the heroes in S, S plus tier or something, and I'm like, yeah. yep, like it's stupid and dumb, and it's going in the garbage. <laughs> like, I mean, because there's a whole bunch of other heroes that are totally fine. I mean, right? I would think maybe keep it on the side or something, even if you're never going to use it, just to be a completionist and keep everything that you bought, but. You know how I'm like, man. It's like You're it's the same weirdo. Way, it's the same way with the PlayStation Store. It's like if something if something something no, needs no, no, no. something needs to make the cut to stay on my dashboard. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's not the same as the PlayStation thing. The PlayStation thing is free. This is something you're paying for, and I'm talking about having a complete collection. Um, PlayStation is something I'm technically paying for too with the Plus. No, and like shut I, up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like uh, I'm I'm that kind of person. Yeah, you're you know, weirdo. It's like, it's like I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you see it however you like. Throwing out, it cards. feels great to me. But. Throwing out brand new cards. <laughs> anyways, well, anyways, we're, we're, we're this besides the point, right? So because they had a hero recently, Colossus, that came out in mm -hmm. the they just started the X Men cycle, which is like super dope, like thematically, and the adventures are like some of the coolest I've seen in the game. Really, really neat stuff. Um, and Colossus. I tried twice and was like both times won the game without taking ever a single point of damage and I was like fuck okay, yeah, no. I was super psyched to play him like the theme of the character is like so on point mm -hmm. like he's constantly getting tough cards and it's just like 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 steel skin deflecting everything mm -hmm. it feels thematically so great and I was like it's completely unplayable. So I put him away and then I, I decided to retake him out so I'm like maybe I need to get maybe I, maybe my mentality is wrong and I realized that, like, yeah, even though he's, like, clearly overpowered compared to some other characters, you can tune up the difficulty on the on the scenarios, put it up to expert, and, like, you can play shit, like, content that's really hard, and you know, it kind of becomes playable. Hmm. So maybe I was just, like, too harsh on this stuff before. Hmm. Or maybe just, like, not sort of, like, uh, being creative enough to, like, like, my knee-jerk reaction of, like, fuck you with your bad design, mm -hmm. rather than, like, trying to fit it into... But you can't get those cards back because you threw them out, right? Yeah, I'm really okay with that. Though. It was also it was Captain America. I couldn't give less of a shit about Captain America. I never have. I'm just talking like... about keeping stuff that you bought, man. I don't know. But it's like keeping stuff. I'm I'm trying to take the Marie Kondo approach here. Mm -hmm. Marie Kondo. It's like if something isn't bringing you joy, <laughs> get rid of it. Get it out of your life. And I kind of I mean it's like listen, the show's stupid, but I philosophically I dig on that. Wait, that's a show. 
Yeah, she like does like she's like a famous Japanese. They like, make fun of it on Family Guy. Yeah, she's like a declutter specialist mm-hmm. or like a feng shui person. Or I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Out, Lois throws out everything, including Peter. Well, she and the kids. <laughs> she, I mean, I that's think hilarious. She throws the kids out too. <laughs> but yeah, her whole her whole shtick is like you look at the objects and you try to think: Is this object bringing you joy? If it's not, maybe you don't need it in your life. Mm-hmm. And like philosophically, this is extremely sympathetical with me. You know, mm-hmm. she's also a little silly, but uh, yeah, no shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As they showed on Family Guy, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that the core idea is bad. You know, it's like maybe the show's dumb. Maybe you don't need to do that all the time. But you could do worse as like a decision barometric for like what to keep, like what to keep. If you're trying to declutter your life, it's a, it's you need, you, it helps to have like a ways if, of deciding. If you, you want know? to live as a minimalist, okay. Yeah, I like I like living as a minimalist. Yeah. I like having just possessions that I I find actually they like enrich me. Like I have I have some like emotional connection th- or like intellectual connection. The thing is, people change. Um, so if it doesn't totally. just because it doesn't bring you joy now doesn't mean that it won't. But, so to throw out something that you paid for because it's not bringing you immediate joy is incredibly short sighted. It's a, I mean, that's also, you could argue that's a narrow-minded way of looking at it. <laughs> it's, it sounds a lot more insulting than I intended it to be. Uh, but you could argue that uh, it's perhaps, you know, a bit limited in the sense that you could you could just say that I was buying that pack for the other cards, mm-hmm. which actually was what was happening. Oh, I'm just talking about right? throwing out things in general. Like, sure. like things change, as you said. You that's know? true. Like, uh, that's they true. might tweak the game. Well, yeah. also, since I cranked up Colossus to expert difficulty, I'm now wondering if, like, maybe Captain America would be playing <laughs> <laughs> playable expert right? difficulty. I'm not saying either of us is right, but... <laughs> well, I mean, they did make it. Right? There's pros and cons to each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it bad, though, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they did not... It, that, that shit was like... Like, when Doctor Strange came out, it's just like... How the fuck did this make it through R and D? Like, come on, guys! It's like some some glaring, glaring weakness. Like, weaknesses is in like he's just way too strong. Right. You know? right like, it's right. just anyways. It might be interesting to find out what they were actually thinking in the process. Right? It would be deeply fascinating. Yeah, but I'll never know. No. <laughs> but it no. would be deeply fascinating, and I would love to sit down with the guys and just be. I mean, I'd probably it'd be hard to resist insulting them, but <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would love to just interview them. Like, just because it's explain like, this to me, please. Yeah, yeah. I want to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like because something happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, did you all just have a collective psychotic break, or like? <laughs> I, I find that hard to believe. Or did it all make sense at the time? You know, for some reason that mm-hmm. I don't know. You know? Exactly. Anyways, who knows? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although you can chalk a lot of it up to Welcome to Marvel Champions, the podcast. You can chalk a lot, a lot of it up to it was like the third pack they released. Okay. So clearly they were figuring out the ropes. You know, it's still pretty fucking glaring, but like at least you can give them the the you know the, you can throw them the bone of like. Okay, yeah, they lacked experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they clearly got better over time. Fair. So, anyways. Uh, yep, so that's... Uh, <laughs> Marvel. And uh, hope you enjoyed your episode of Marvel, <laughs> Marvel yeah. Champions Podcast. Now on to episode 60. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, we're here. It's a Christmas episode. I feel like that's kind of cool. This is the last time we'll see each other before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Merry Christmas, Teague. Go fuck yourself. I hate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> happy New Year as well. Yeah, yeah happy, um, New Year. happy New Year. You are quite the, uh, what's the, the Bahambug? The Grinch. <laughs> you're Scrooge. If any one of us is a Grinch, it's, well, oh, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's 100% you. 100%, man. I hate Christmas. Scro- Scrooge McTeague over here. <laughs> I hate Christmas. I hate Easter. Uh, I think birthdays happy are stupid. Happy Kwanzaa? Or am I getting it wrong Kwanzaa's again? dumb, too. <laughs> Kwanzaa's uh, the Seinfeld one, right? Kwanzaa's the, the black one. Ah, oh, god damn it. I almost kept them confused. But that, Seinfeld, uh, no, Festivus. Festivus. See, That's I what love I meant to Festivus. Say. Happy Festivus. Whatever you fucking celebrate. It's all about the airing of grievances. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can get behind Festivus. 
<laughs> that laugh was too loud, too loud for the podcast. That was a fucking great episode, though. It was funny, man. It was really the pole. The pole. The feats of strength. Feats of strength after the airing, the, the, the airing of grievances. Like, oh, man. God. Oh, man. What a show. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> I can say for myself that uh, I like to take a second and just be like, thank you for recording this podcast. It was really nice of you, and it's, it's this has been one of the most enjoyable and rewarding experiences of my life. Wow. There you go. There's something sincere. Well, pleasure. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it's, uh, you know, I can't believe we're doing this for a long time. It's weird. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, it, it's like, it's, it's it felt like a cool idea to, to in the beginning, and I didn't really ever think that it, that it would sort of follow through with it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but it's, it's been fucking fun, and like, I mean, I love talking to you. I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's brought us closer together as friends, which is really, sure. really cool. You're now, ironically, the person I see the most regularly in my life, period, other well, than my girlfriend. having stuff like this is how that happens, right? It's like, nice. It's, um, yeah. yeah, having a reason or something. Like, if you're part of a bowling league, it because, is. again, we're going for some sort of schedule here with this, so it, it's, like, a little bit more of a push. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I mean, I'm just thinking of Jazz and them and their D&D. Like, they had one game. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. They had a game, like, last week or the week before, which was, like, the first one they had in a year, I think. And it's like yeah. they all move different places and whatever. They during COVID, I think they did it online a bit, but like yeah. it's kind of hard to get six people, six grown ups with jobs and families together. You're, you're absolutely right. You're <laughs> you absolutely know? right. I mean, yeah, it's like you know, we both. I at the moment don't have kids. You know, mm-hmm. you're single. You don't have kids. No. Like it, it really does make it a lot Dude, easier. Uh, the um, amount of I have a, I have a work uh, like a remote job too. Mm-hmm. You know that really helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. It's just. Uh, yeah, people move. People have shit to do. Yeah. Grown up life, yeah. you know, children. Yeah. People like to reproduce. Dirty fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> we'll see. It's funny, too, because it's sort of, I realize, uh, you know, more and more how introverted I am. And I think that it's like for better or for worse. Like, I probably don't, I, I have much less drive to hang out with other friends than I used to. I think because a lot of my sort of like social needs are really just satisfied by my activities. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like this brings me like social pleasure. Uh, that sounds weird. It um, does. <laughs> that sounded very weird. Um, cyberpunk brings me a lot of social pleasure. <laughs> I gotta th- I gotta say something different, man. Cyberpunk brings me a lot of um, enjoyment. Just yeah, just enjoyment seeing hmm. friends. Like it both like it lets me because I'm just so fucking into into cyberpunk at the moment. Like just sort of that. What do you call that? Like. Uh, sort of dystopian sci-fi shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm really digging that at the moment. Uh, Joel, if you're listening, I'm about halfway through the Dread script. It's awesome. Thank you for sending it to me. And, uh, yeah, it just sort of, like, it, it fills that role-playing game niche and, like, also, like, the, the people are really nice and, you know. Yeah. So I get a lot of social energy out that way and it's, like, I don't see... I guess it's maybe a good thing, too, because, man, am I ever talking about myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just got really uncomfortable. <laughs> um... My other friends have kind of moved away, right? So, well, dude, that's you know. what people our age do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. have families and they move away. If anything, it's crazy. It hasn't happened until now. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, my buddy Mike just moved to Calgary. Like, gosh, like a, t- a couple months ago. Okay, you know, like really, really recent. Um, yeah. I miss him, man. Yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. Anyways, well, uh, it's a thing. Getting old. And on next 
next this week of friend talk. Um, <laughs> so I guess we should probably talk about some video games at some point in time. I don't know, man. Fuck video games. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Any of you who came here for video game news, fuck off. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, this was actually so uncharacteristically about. violent for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so last week, or rather, I guess last bi week. By curious, last uh, last you episode. Really like that fucking word, man. It's the best. <laughs> How can you not like? I find myself wanting to say it all the time. It's the best. You do. Um, you do. It's say such it all a the delightful time. word, Holy man. Holy shit! Well, you said it like thirty times since you've been here today. <laughs> Holy fuck! But it's so like delightfully. It's so puerile and like. I don't know. I just fucking love it. Anyways, um, but la- yeah, last time we missed uh, we missed VGAs by one day. I right, think you know. Right. I I wish we could have gotten this out a little bit earlier, but we mi- we just missed it by one day on our on our, on our recording day. And I also was a little uh, tapped out at that point in time, mm. so I, I don't know if I would have been able to even if even if we were recording on the right day. Oh, you did. Speaking of the VGAs, though, that that was the French kid, right? <laughs> you saw the little Big the guy pardon? that got arrested. When was that? he French? Yeah, yeah. He was, I didn't I'm realize sure that. He was French, yeah. um, I actually watched all the VGAs, so it was a bit of a haze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, I did. But I do with, remember that. Uh, when uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, when the Elder Scrolls people were on mm-hmm. stage, right? Miyazaki and From. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Elden Ring, sorry. Yeah, yeah Miyazaki and From Software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. said Elder oh, did Scrolls. You? <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded wrong when I said it. But yeah, when he said uh, thanks uh, to the. What was it? Reformed Rabbi Bill Clinton or so yeah. Orthodox, Orthodox Reformed <laughs> Rabbi Bill Clinton. What the fuck? I I straight up thought the kid was part of the team. <laughs> I didn't realize that he was just some random guy crashing them and I, like, I he got arrested. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really funny. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I mean, I you know, it's like I listened to Collins' breakdown of uh, of the VGAs and uh, both the people on the show were kind of like. They were very like uh, sort of like um, sad for FromSoft that their acceptance speech got ruined by this guy, and I was kind of more just like, well, I just thought it was kind of funny. I don't know, dude. That's gonna be <laughs> locked down in history, right? Um, like, like, <laughs> like not that what they said, but they're on stage with them. I mean, yeah. like, come on, that's more publicity for them than they ever could have possibly imagined. Famous by association, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with and you. And it cracked me the fuck up. It was hilarious, yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, before, I guess before we leap into it, yeah, we're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna discuss VGAs today because we wanted to focus primarily on that, and it's gonna be probably a really like long form sort of fireside mm-hmm. discussion. But at the same time, I feel like you know, news has been pretty slim pickings over the past uh, couple weeks. So. Yeah, um, there has been some stuff. Like I saw some interesting studio shit pass by. Of like, what is? Do I have? I'm, let me see if I have written down here the shit that I didn't put in. Yeah, like you know, small things like Apple to allow alternative app stores on iPhones from EU law. This is like huge. I think it's mm. really fascinating. Like I'm deeply curious, but you know, it's like it's also only tangentially related to video games. Although I suppose the app store is a delivery vector for mm-hmm. you know, um, so that's really cool. You know, some some things that we're not going to talk about. Um, what else? There was something else that was kind of vaguely big. I feel like some more controversy with already controversial figure uh, John Garvin from Days Gone. And I gotta be honest, the John Garvin Days Gone controversy shit, it, I think the only thing it actually, in effect, does for me is fuels my desire to maybe try Days Gone. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, like that, I mean... What's the controversy? Oh, who even fucking knows? It, it sounded really interesting, but I got I just, I kind of don't have the time of day for this stuff. Uh, gosh, I mean, yeah, what John... do you do? Days Gone, I mean, here's a snippet from IGN. Uh, Ben's studio distances itself from former director after Twitter rant about critical reception. John Garvin doesn't speak on behalf of Ben. Days Gone developer says it doesn't share John Garvin's views on why it was poorly received. A statement from Ben Studios on Twitter has addressed the recent outburst 
Outburst is such an awesome word. Uh-huh. I gotta. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't dug into this. I'd love to read the outburst from the Days Gone director, who blamed woke reviewers, quote unquote, for its critical reception. This appears legit. It, it seems that he doesn't. He did, in fact, blame woke reviewers. For oh, his... I, I do remember at the time how they complained that the main character was a white male, and uh, all kinds of stuff. I, I do specifically. Really? Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's funny because on Colin's show, I think we were dissecting it, and they were both like, we just can't actually remember any woke like review stuff. Oh, that's fascinating. Oh, I say specifically that. recall. I can't remember either. I got to be they, honest. They were pissing and moaning about the fact that it was a cis white male huh. as the protagonist. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. And and was this in the reviews, mm-hmm. or was, it wasn't? Yeah. It wasn't just sort of like dialogue outside of. I don't the... think so. I think that wow. was actually part of the reviews. Well, that's like, fascinating. Yeah, I didn't know that. If that, well, I hey. This was when did it come out? Well, like, look, take all of ago? this with a grain of salt. I mean, we're just shooting the shit here. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was uh, like three, four years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. So again, I, you know, I'm just going off of memory, but I do remember being like, "Wait, what? Mm. What's the problem here?" Fascinating. And if that actually did happen, well, it seems like the guy thinks it did. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I mean, again, like, I don't know what the problem with it was um, I mean the funny thing about this no it's it's I mean if, if that really I mean let's listen let's just say that you're correct for argument's sake that's fucking insane mm-hmm. <laughs> right it's like so you can't have what you just can't have a game about a male straight guy who rides a, a white bike male. a white male because reasons that's racist yeah, like that's automatically shitty for some reason well, it's, not it's a, like it's... we are going to bring this back to the game awards I promise but as something tangentially related to the Game Awards, um, I can't remember if they showed new footage of Forspoken at Game Awards. I think they did. Yeah, they did. They did, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I remember it looking fine, you know, like a- average, whatever. Nothing interesting um, at all to me. I do find it funny how over time they have consistently dialed back the, the stupid uh, Marvel-style dialogue. Mm-hmm. And it seems less and less like that with every, which is hilarious and Probably a really good idea. So. I would think, yeah. <laughs> I find it kind of interesting that uh, it's both spineless and amazing that they've listened to people's complaints. You know what I mean? I mean, it was really bad, though. Oh, it was like... And I think enough people were pointing out just how ridiculous it was, probably. Yeah. The, and, the and memes were 100% deserved. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, dialing it back a bit might be a good call. Yeah. And, like, I don't think it's necessarily spineless. They did do a, a kind of a neat thing, and like I like I always say, I mean, I just fucking I always point this shit out, and I always fucking love it when they do it. They did one of those like mic drop, like well, it was a lot less of a mic drop in this case, but you know, sometimes it is. But they did one of those like, and the first spoken demo is available now. Go download it, hmm. and I just love that shit. Yep. You know, so totally. I did download it, and I will give it a try for sure. Like uh, just because it's free, so why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's it's sort of like, if anything else, uh, I feel like Forspoken did look like maybe a decent graphical showcase of the PS5's capabilities. Possibly. So, I mean, I could see something from that angle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm also just curious to see how, like, that original disgusting trailer that we saw, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just how much has it actually changed. You know? Yeah. Um, anyways. Um, but back to the VGAs. But back to the VGAs. I mean, so yeah, that was in the VGAs. And I guess, to sort of just lead the discussion... I felt it was a really amazing award show, like people, like a lot of people are saying. Uh, I think that that's mostly for all the awesome game shit that we had. I mean, the game shit was just like, like the like the new announcements or the new footage of like existing things was like fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very well interspersed throughout. Like, I actually even like. I mean, it's sort of, you know, it's a little interminably long, but the three and a half hours. Yeah, and but you watched all of it. I did. Yeah, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to because I've always, I've always felt a little, 
I mean, I got to be honest with you. It's sort of like, for me, it really is like a journalistic integrity angle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that's it. It's like kind of like if I'm going to cover something, I sincerely believe that I should absolutely consume the entire thing. The same way that, like, it's better when a reviewer reviewing a game has just played the entire game. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and it's okay to, like, if you're upfront about the fact that you only played 15 hours, that's totally fine. But we've also had some controversy in the past where, like, I think someone was fired from, I, I don't, I'm not going to remember the details, but there was a reviewer who I want to say was fired from GameSpot at one point in time because it came out after the fact that they'd played, like, something like five hours of an MMO that they claimed that they had finished, right? Ooh. And, yeah, no, it was pretty bad. Okay, that's terrible. Though. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the, a downright lie. It's really bad, yeah. And the, and the developers were the ones who caught it because the developers can see how much time he played. And they were like, uh... We think you lied about this. And the guy was like, apparently just denied it. And they're like, uh, we have the raw data. <laughs> God, <laughs> like, that's wild. We actually know that you did. And the guy just got fired from GameSpot, which is good, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. all that to say, you know, if, if you say that at the outset, completely totally fine. fine. You know, totally like fine. Nothing, nothing wrong with that and whatsoever. Yeah, you say that at the beginning of your review or like the title of your review. Mm-hmm. I played the first four hours of. Yeah. Th- here are my thoughts on it. 100%. You know? 100%. Like, it's not a complete. Um, it's the same. If you're going to play the entire game, you say that. Yeah. You know, in the re- review yeah. based on the entirety of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But all that to say, I mean, I really feel like it's um, it's just a yeah. It's like I I kind of like think I should consume fully the things that I try and talk about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I, I also I felt that tugging at me a few the the couple. I think we've only covered VGs once other than this. Mm. Uh, and then them too. It's I mean sorry then too. It also kind of bugged me. But at the time I was just like I just can't fucking do it. Well yeah, but didn't you we know? just kind of go through the list of everything pretty quick? Pretty much yeah. I mean yeah. that's a, it was a different kind of thing. Again I don't feel like we're going to be covering it in its entirety. We're not going to talk. About every single release, I, not I don't at all. Feel the not need. at all. Again, if we were gonna do that, then yes, I agree with you 100. percent You should watch the whole thing. Mm. But if that was the plan, I would say I'm sick today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's because I don't want to watch three and a half hours of this shit. Um, I usually, I mean, I I don't really either. Mm. You know, I just this time I was just like, I think I want, I think I just want to do it this time. Fair enough. You know, enough. and also, you know, in fairness too, it's like I I did it while playing Marvel Champions. Right, so it's like because Marvel Champions is a very like I know the game so well and I can I can do it on autopilot kind okay. of you know so it's like I just had it on one screen and then I had my Marvel Champions so okay. it was yeah you that's know. not so bad also so you were half watching at times I was watching it on one point five times speed you know <laughs> like because uh, okay. it was a lot of this mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. and I and I can actually still the the the, the, the speaking um, the cadence of their speech was so good that I actually could still hear everything at one point five times speed okay because wow. they were actually speaking pretty you know they're Probably everyone. English. Yeah, proper English, and like uh, all the people involved had a sense of pacing and stuff. So you know, okay, okay. Uh, all that to say, I do think it's a pretty good show, knowing what you're going in for, mm-hmm. right? Like if you do want to see an award show, I guess my one complaint about the one thing I didn't like, like I liked Jeff Keighley in general. I think his, his hosting was pretty good. Never even realized he was Canadian. I just heard that on some show the other day, um, and I thought all the all the acceptance speeches were cool even people are making fun of the Chris Judge uh, God of War Ragnarok mm. acceptance speech that like went on forever like I didn't think it was that bad I mean it's like I, I didn't find it like ludicrously comical right. <laughs> you know but it was long um, but it's also Chris Judge and it's God of War Ragnarok and he's a, he's kind of a cool guy his voice is dope to listen to. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the voice of God of War Ragnarok is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, so I mean, it was overall pretty good. I guess the one thing I would say was maybe not so great, it just felt weird, was that I noticed sometimes for certain categories, like for certain categories, they would just go through the nominees 
and announced the immediate winner with no fanfare immediately, and then on to the next category, and nominee's winner, and next category, nominee's winner. No acceptance speeches, and, like, no delay almost even, hmm. or no processing between, like, but then for other categories, they'd have a big thing. Maybe they asked people who wanted to speak. Yeah, I guess. it just Maybe it, not. I don't know. All I can say is, I don't, it's like, that makes 100% sense. It just felt weird. Yeah. No, it felt weird not. watching an award show like that. Like, it made me, it made it feel to me like it felt a little bit not legit like the Oscars or whatever. You well, know what I mean? kind of feel like they probably didn't ask everybody if they wanted to. They probably only asked specific people, you know, like Who the knows? big ones maybe. You know? I honestly, I have no clue. But I still feel like, you know, they could have just, there could have been a pacing cadence fix that might have helped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, pardon the interruption there. We had a brief, uh, Technical issue, you could say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, where were we? Uh, VGAs. VGAs are pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Show overall was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like it was. If I was just in a slightly less busy time of my life, I think I actually would have probably super dug like just putting it on and like calmly playing cards for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of like nice yeah. thing to digest. And it was kind of cool to also like. It's one of the first times that I've interfaced with uh, sort of like announcement videos in a big show like that organically, mm-hmm. instead of just looking at them all after the fact. You know, right. which is kind of fun. Right. Yeah. Different. I like yeah. that nine-minute video. Uh, did I? <laughs> I don't, do do I? Did I even send that to you? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the nine minutes of the, the announcements of VGA. Was it? Which was a Gamespot or? Um, that's cool. Oh wait, no, maybe it was IGN. I'm not sure. Twenty-two. Everything announced. I'm pretty sure okay. that's it. Okay. It was like nine minutes in total. Right. It was. Oh, I see. Like this. This video here. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I actually didn't even watch that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, there was actually a lot more stuff than I thought. Because um, yeah. I watched the, I don't know, maybe it's maybe five minutes into the nine minutes, and I was like, wow, there's really not much stuff I'm interested in. <laughs> and then by the end, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't even remember all of the things I'm interested in. Like, they, they, that's cool. There was a lot more stuff after that it was like, well, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. And that looks kind of cool. Well, I mean, listen, why don't you tell, I mean, tell me some stuff that you thought looked neat? Behemoth. Oh God, which one is that? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's rough, man. Yeah, no, Dude, there, there was so much. There was um, a lot of and crazy shit. That's what shit. I mean. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish that there was a list. How am I not even finding it on this? Like, man, it's like it's crazy because it's like some sites won't even list. You know, you'll see a game and you'll be like, man, that. Wait, looks maybe dope. it wasn't called Behemoth. Maybe I'm fucking up. No, that sounds really familiar. Oh, the Star Wars game, the Star Wars Survival yeah. game. There, the yeah, Fallen Order, the second Fallen Order. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Jedi Knight now, Je- Jedi Jedi Survivor. Yeah, Star Wars Fallen Order Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I think or is so. it just Star Wars Jedi? I hope it's just Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think it might be <laughs> Jedi Survivor. Yeah, and yeah, that looked, sounds right. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, and, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, the Forspoken trailer looked a lot cooler than the rest of the shit. It's sort of getting better and better mm-hmm. as time goes mm-hmm. back. <laughs> Darker. <laughs> yeah. It looked really goofy and fucking sunshine and dumbness to me before, but now it's like, well, this looks kind of dark and cool. Yeah. Uh, Banisher, well, a new Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden is something I wrote down. Uh, begins with a B. <laughs> Does it, did it look like The Witcher, whatever it was? No, I don't think mm. so. Oh, uh, another one that looked interesting is Meet Your Maker. Oh, hang on. Yeah, Behemoth, Cinematic Trailer, Game Awards 2016. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing this and also thinking it looked kind of like, cool. Like, fuck, man. It looks kind of like um, a gritty Elder Scrolls or something. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's PSVR. Oh, no. That's why I glossed over it. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a reason. 
Well, that's a good reason. So well, Behemoth doesn't look interesting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. I mean, that uh, looked cool, though. The demo for Behemoth at VGAs was amazing. Yeah, it looks yeah. super, super cool. I mean, listen, it's like it's a great thing to have on your radar if you have PSVR for sure. Or it's also for MetaQuest. I think a lot of people probably have that. I don't know. It's like seems to be the more popular VR yeah. console if if you have one. I you guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Behemoth VR looks really, really good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm very disappointed. You know, a lot of the time too. Um, VR games do sometimes just get ports, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible that if it's good, we might get a port to that regular consoles. Nice. You know, that would be um, nice. That's happened at least once before that I can remember, hmm. but probably a lot of times, and I don't know. I would imagine, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah, I can think of at least one example where like a, a game that became mainstream after like just got a, got ported to non VR. Yeah, Company of Heroes looked kind of interesting too. Yeah, I also thought that was kind I of. I mean, sort of. Like, is that game RTS or is it FPS? I can't. I don't know. I know the name really well, but I can't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was like neat sort of like war simulation, but like they could like crawl in like different yeah. positions and uh, artillery and like, like really in-depth kind of. Yeah. It does look... Uh, just yeah. neat. Not not so much something I'll play, but just... It, it Pretty just, nice graphics for yeah. RTS, you know? It just like, looks cool. It does. It does, yeah. Um, yeah, same, that was a cool trailer. Same with uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, you know, Diablo 4. I'm kind of curious. I'm not going to play them, yeah. but... <clears throat> they look kind of cool. They do. I mean, yeah. I didn't think. I actually thought Baldur's Gate was a little disappointing. Like, I feel like it looks blander than it used to. I mean, wh- when I say than it used to, I mean I'm thinking of actual Baldur's Gate back in the day. Right. Um, but yeah, it was I feel, only a cinematic trailer before, right? They didn't actually show anything. I think they've had gameplay Fine. if you dig around for it for a while. Okay. But this game is like sort of like I feel like it's one of those maybe Kickstarted games mm. where it's like been in like bait. There's been betas and stuff, and like I think people have been able to play it for a while. Okay. Um, it's maybe just the mainstream media perhaps didn't have a lot of trailers, mm. but I think it's been there's been gameplay footage available if you wanted to go look for it. Okay. Um, cool. and I mean at the same time, like I don't think it looks that good, but I know my friend Fred, uh, who is my he's my cyberpunk buddy. Um, he's really into it and like he seems to think it's amazing mm. and I've heard nothing but like people being like really excited for it on the internet so I can only assume it's going to be great I, I'm I curious know. I'm not going to play it but I mean whatever yeah. it's yeah. just it looked neat out of all the yeah. things that they showed that's definitely one of them even the Lords of the Fallen yeah I was I, I mean I have the, despite how generic that game that, like that's a sort of franchise well, if you could call it if you could even call it that is I think I played the first one I think it was like a $12 game at Walmart yeah or something like yeah fucking I don't know how it long ago. really rapidly became like bargain bin mm-hmm. yeah. totally and like I bought it and I played it for all of 10 minutes and never played it again yeah. I still have it on disc um, but it looked cool yeah. and this looks cool too it does it does it's kind of like you know a lot of these uh, I feel like the, that's part of the theme of these type of like sort of dark fantasy RPGs these days is like things are getting a little dark souls bloodborne derivative mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, but you know that aside it looks pretty competent. It does, right? Like it if does. you if you if you pretend that it's not bad when things sort of blandly become all the same game a little bit, the game itself, appreciated for what it is, actually really looks decent. It so, does, you know. It does. Um, I thought uh, personally, I mean, since we're talking about you know sort of Dark Souls Bloodborne spinoff shit, um, or rather, you know, arguably derivative stuff, another game that I thought was interesting. Let me just yeah, if you remember, and now this is a. This is a little random in the middle of the show, but Banishers Ghosts of New Eden? Vaguely It's recall. a long name. Yeah, here, let me jog. I'll try and jog your memory. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this, I was like, this looks amazing. Also, arguably highly derivative of The Witcher. Right. And it's like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. While Teague is watching this, I'll just say, so Banishers Ghosts of New Eden 
it's don't not entertainment focus interactive yeah i do remember this it looks kind of cool it's coming back to me now also don't not is the makers of vampire mm. which i thought was kind of interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like they've kind of done some inarguably cool shit I think it looks great. My only concern is it's maybe too derivative of Witcher. I don't know. He's even almost got the same amount of equipables on the back. <laughs> mm. you, tell, you tell me what you think. I don't no, know. it looks cool. Again, I don't know anything about it really yet. Yeah. So we'll see. But well, it's, it does I mean, look neat. We, we, can just say, we can just say it's a single-player action RPG. That, yeah. That's the only thing that we know, and there's monster hunting involved. And I will never play it because it's single-player. Even if it looks really cool? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? All right. I well. don't like single-player games, man. Yeah, fair. Fair. I just can't do it anymore. You did play Elden Ring. I played the fuck out of Elden <laughs> But it does, wasn't a single player game. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> the only reason I wrong. got it is because I was told that yeah. I'd have people to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough people on all the time, so I just got a little hooked and ran into it myself. But um, always, <laughs> the only reason I had the incentive to keep playing it was so when I did play with other people, I yeah. had better shit to show them. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and that's the yeah. only reason why I play anything. Sometimes yes. that just that little extra, that it's that little takes. extra. Yeah, yeah. It's all it takes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I just can't do it anymore, man. Well, anyways, so yeah, what do you think about my? You know, is it too derivative of Witcher? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I okay. mean, come on, hunting monsters with swords. You could say anything is Witcher, right? Like I don't. I Although I it really, I'm not just drawing that from the, the from that part. Although you're right, uh, but I'm also drawing it from like the way the character looks, the way the items are stored on the back. Well, he does have two swords at least. He has two swords. No, he like, doesn't. What? No, he doesn't. Oh, but he has two something. He has, he has something else. You on see the what back. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but it, there's clear inspiration. You know. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, I don't I, personally. I don't find it derivative of The Witcher but it, um, it also maybe isn't a bad thing for someone other than CD Projekt to do a Witcher style game if I he mean. fucks every female in the game then I say it's derivative <laughs> of The Witcher but um, is that what happens in The Witcher? dude he bones everybody um, he is a I watched I watched a lot of play of that game but I did not enough to see that oh man he bangs everybody um, <laughs> that's amazing dude every girl he's he's either fucking her or he has fucked her or he's gonna fuck her whatever man like it's and they're always pissed off at him for another girl like dude it's yeah well, There's some weird shit in that, like sex on the stuffed unicorn, like fucking weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very uh... real quick while we're on the subject. Yeah, I mean, so they did Vampire, which is a game that at least you love. I thought it was cool. I didn't play it that much, but I really thought it was the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, the whole again single player problem. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did really like the idea of it and the whole. The more you learn about people, the, the, the choice of draining people or not. You train yeah. them for XP, but it fucks up the story kind of and changes yeah. the uh, the outcome. And the more you know about them, the more XP you get from draining them. Like really cool ideas. That's really I and mean, it's really interesting. It yeah, was fucking yeah. neat. I tried it briefly and uh, it didn't grab me, but I also didn't really feel like I stuck with it long enough. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think um, I did either. I thought it looked pretty interesting, and I was really. It's kind of like every single thing you said about it. I was like, that game design sounds great. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, I don't. Yeah. It's like it's like it sounds like almost even stand out in a genre of like perhaps I, less interesting stuff. I kind of thought it was. The combat left something to be desired, though. And yeah, yeah, that's what I did hear that mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. And there was a little, yeah, like it, it was its, its own thing to me. It yeah. really like I'd never seen anything of the sort, and to me that was really cool. But yeah, anyway. So Don't Nod has done Vampire. Um, they've also done Life is Strange. That's a game mm-hmm. that a lot of people know. Uh, that's a game that. I have zero interest in playing, and I also think is a little annoying. 
but also, uh, like I've seen uh, firsthand because my girlfriend really liked it, mm-hmm. and I've seen firsthand most of it, and I gotta be honest, it's like, it does have interesting concepts in game design. Mm-hmm. Like, it is doing interesting stuff. It's zero the kind of game I want to play. Right. But it's, I can't dismiss it either, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, and then they have some other weird stuff that I've just never, remember me, I heard, in 2013, I, I heard was good, like the name sounds familiar, but I I know barely anything about it. The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, I've just no fucking clue. Nope. Tell me why, Twin Mirror, I've never heard of either of these things, those are 2020 apparently. And then Banishers Ghost of New Eden, so I mean, they did Vampire, they did Life is Strange, those... Um, I kind of think that there's some promise because of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I feel like they might do. They might add some cool mechanics. Yeah, I mean, I also find it interesting that like they're as a studio, you know, both of their sort of like critically, they're, they're both of their critical. Okay, well, neither of them are really critical darlings, but like the games that did the best critically for them is Life is Strange and Vampire, mm. and the games that clearly have the most, I would say, from the outside, exp- uh, from an outside perspective, have the most interesting features. So I feel like yeah, it could be fascinating a studio mm. that's worked on both these kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know, I mean, like, I don't really want to play a Witcher derivative game that much, but also maybe I want to see what Don't Not is up to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It does look, I mean, the very, very small, incredibly, like, two-second gameplay clip looked cool. Yes. For what that's worth. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Should I talk about, do we want to talk about the elephant in the room now or later? I don't know what the elephant is. The elephant in the room for me is Armored Core 6. Yes. Armored Core 6 is definitely the thing I was most excited okay, to talk yeah. about. No, I'm with you. I'm pretty stoked about it, too. That's I cool. Probably, I'm happy to hear that. It looked cool. And I really loved Armored Core. Oh, really? So, so which ones did you play? Did I you play know. Same As Me? PS... Like, original PS1? Yeah, PS1. Yeah. that's. I still think that's the best one. You know. I went a little nuts on that. Um, a, lot like, of people, a lot of people I know did. And it, yeah. I like that type of game was not... Like, I didn't play complicated shit. But yeah. The whole, like, upgrading stuff, customizing. Like, yeah. dude, I, I went nuts. It's um, got a high barrier to entry, but if you push past that barrier... Mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> so here's hoping that this will be the same. Yeah. I probably won't play it, but I might. I mean, if there's I, co-op... I can tell you there's... There might be co-op. What we know for sure is that... And, you know, in terms of the history of Armored Core, it's like they've had different iterations of multiplayer in different products. Right. Some of them have had a lot of co-op stuff. Some of them have had just, like, arena battles. Right. I'm not Um, so interested in that. Neither am I. The only thing we know for sure is that there will be arena fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, you can play against other players. Which is cool. It is cool. Um, And also, I'm going to take a second and reference an article here that I believe a friend of the show, Matt, who is also a huge Armored Core fan, so he's really the best person to deliver this kind of news, um, sent me over an article from IGN, which was pretty fascinating that I had a a chance to dig into on the way over here. There's a large interview with uh, Miyazaki on IGN, which is an exclusive, called The First Armored Core 6 Details with Hidetaka Miyazaki and Masu... Gosh. Masu... Nope. Masaru Yamamura. <laughs> uh, subheading from software answers our burning questions burning about the return of its venerable mecha series. So this is December 17th. Big interview with both of them. And now I still only vaguely understand this, but from what I from what I get, Hidetaka Miyazaki is unfortunately, because I think it would be interesting, but whatever, uh, not the sort of creative director of this project. Hmm. He's uh, It seems like he's done a lot of initial concept work. Okay. And that's it. 
So kind of like provided like a, a sort of a basis that, mm-hmm. and then he sort of passed the reins on to Yamamura here, who is the actual creative director. And it sounds like he's like a super legit guy. He has credits on uh, Sekiro, and it's one other thing I can't remember which one. I want to say Bloodborne, okay. uh, but he has like main like he's I think he was maybe also director on on Sekiro. Hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that, but uh, he's certainly very involved with both Sekiro and Bloodborne. He's got chops. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's it's still a cool collaboration between the two of them. You know, we've seen that Miyazaki obviously is very capable with his Souls franchise. Um, also, he was he was the I can't remember the roles. I think he was the director of one of the two, and the other one he just worked on. I don't know in what capacity, but he also started his role at From Software on Armored Core Four, I think. Okay, and he also worked on Armored Core for Answer. Uh, so his his start with the company is through the Armored Core games. Hmm. So it's sort of like a nice full circle for him to like come back to a new one. Yeah. And also, there's actually really no also. No, but anything he touches, <laughs> I'm curious about. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And 100%. also, this this game where guy sounds really good. I would recommend uh, reading the 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 interview if you if you like really want to know more. I'm sure Matt already did, but it's like it's super interesting. And they sort of like they also do a really awesome job at the re- the interviewer. Like, no offense, I I have a lot of respect for IGN, but whoever did the interview on this one totally was like annoying in cases with like asking him leading questions about stuff that the game is clearly not trying to be Mm. like questions like you know trying to get an answer out of him that's like it's an open world game like Elden Ring when they've already stated in the (laughs) in the like announcement of the project that it is a level style like their old shit like like you would expect from every single fucking armored core game in the history of the franchise it is not open world and it's like you know like clearly leading questions from the interviewer being like but is it a little open world? And he's just, and you know Miyazaki did a great job of just being like, no, it is not open world. <laughs> you know, please uh, stop with the dumb questions. That is the end of this line of questions. I'll I'll tell you categorically that it is a mission mission based game exactly like your old ones. <laughs> but he does a, he does a really diplomatic job of being like you know uh, being nice about it. Yeah. But in terms of like what the actual we know about the game. There isn't that much to say. I mean, they say some cool stuff about like working with like a posture system in the combat where, kind of similar to Sekiro, I guess, and right. how in Sekiro, yeah, there was the yeah, the break meter, yeah, uh, break the posture meter, and they would open themselves up for like a critical strike, mm-hmm. uh, which would just kill them if that happened. Uh, and like bosses in, in in Sekiro, you had to like critical strike twice to kill them. That was like mm. the, that was sort of like the uh, the formula of the bosses. Okay. And they would sometimes have like once you once you death blow them maybe you death blow them once, and then that sounds kind of funny out of context. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and then they have like a second form, hmm, and then you right. death blow them again. Okay. Um, but that's kind of similar, like Elden Ring too, right? With the multiple the bosses yeah. taking a second form. Yeah, totally, totally. One thing that is interesting is that they've said. Um, I actually think it's really cool that they're not doing open world in this. I think that hundred percent doesn't make sense in Armored Core, but uh, so I can't imagine it. Good for them. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, good for them. Their head is in the right place, like usual. Um, but yeah, they did say that the uh, the I think particularly from the Yamamura guy that there's going to be a big influence on sort of like a lot of uh, also a lot of the questions are trying to prod them into saying that it's like a Soulsborne game you know which is annoying mm-hmm. but you can see why they would ask that uh, and their response to those things was that I mean they ca- again categorically dismissed all comparisons to Dark Souls and Bloodborne thank <laughs> well come on man. thank thank them for being so explicit they're like really like it's just not that it's like guys it's no. a different franchise guys <laughs> like these are mechs it's giant mechs in the future like that doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. 
But the only conceit they did give to the fact that it's maybe drawing a little bit of influence from Dark Souls, Bloodborne, previous stuff, whatever, is that they said that there's going to be more emphasis on the on uh, giant, spectacular boss battles than there was in previous Armored Core games, cool. which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and that's true. That that is in some sense you could say that's an influence of Dark Souls um, because they have you know they place a lot of emphasis on their boss encounters. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, so do a shit ton of other games. Yeah, totally. I mean, also, like, I think me, from what I recall, Miyazaki's answer to those questions was kind of like, well, the influence from Dark Souls and Bloodborne is felt in our entire studio because that's part of our entire studio makeup now. So it's like, was there, will there be direct influence? Like, no, because this is, as we've stated, not that kind of game. But at the same time, you know, like you can't separate these things from our studio anymore. So in a sense, we're all working on stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, you know, but uh, pretty neat, neat, fun interview. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember if this was part of the non-recording chat or not, so I'll just say it again. Uh, it will have multiplayer. They'll definitely have arenas. They've said... He said a very coy statement about uh, not talking about other stuff for now. Hmm. You know, so that could totally mean there's going to be more stuff. It could also mean that it's sort of like a we'll do co-op if we have time scenario. Right. Um, and he just doesn't want to promise anything. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, uh, totally. That that's possible. Uh, one thing I can say is that, like historically speaking, from an Armored Core franchise, sorry, historically speaking, from the previous games, it wouldn't be weird if there was co-op stuff. They've done online integration in you could even actually say the first one. Although in the first one, it's it's just it's split screen. Mm. But they've had some sort of multiplayer thing in literally every single iteration of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. There's been like ten entries in the series ish, maybe twelve. Um, yeah, this is also the first entry in ten years. It's exactly the 10 year anniversary which wow. is um, yeah no it's really cool um, like I'm, I'm so excited man yeah, <laughs> I just can't like Matt is like uh, he's like overflowing with enthusiasm <laughs> like Mike has like no fucking clue what, what Armored Core is I don't think he does at least and Matt like slapped a, a trailer in the group chat and Mike was like I don't even know what this fucking game is I still think that, that trailer was really <laughs> cool he's like you're right Without any knowledge of Armored Core, I have no fucking clue what I'm looking at, but it was it was still a cool trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sorry, what I was saying was that uh, they do always have multiplayer, and in at least, I want to say, two to three titles, there's been some sort of co-op content in addition to that arena multiplayer. Right, right. So the chance they could do that is high. Yep. We have no idea, but it's very... It would almost... You'd almost expect it, because... If this game is not open world, which doesn't make sense for Armored Core, with the amount of resources they have to devote to this nowadays, you know, with the, with the, with the 17.3 million copies sold of Elden Ring, with the experience of everyone, with how better they are at the tools, with how successful the company is, you feel like this would, pro- with the fact that it's been 10 fucking years since there's been a game, you'd feel like this is the time that you'd probably want to bring out everything in the kitchen sink in this game? I would think. And yeah, because you're not doing open world and because it's so much sort of easier um, resource-wise to do small, you know, op- small single levels, but like a lot of them, you'd almost think like they'd for sure have the time to do that, you know? Um, I would hope. And but it certainly feels really good in like in like a mecha fast action game mm-hmm. to do it with friends. Like Totally. Even the multiplayer, if it's only been arenas, it's still like always looked like slick and cool, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I hope so. Yeah. You know? Um do you think you would get it if there was a... If there was multiplayer, 100%. There's arena for sure. There's at least some... If there was co-op, sorry. Yeah. 100%. There's guaranteed some form of online battling, and I feel like there's like a, a fairly good chance there's going to be co-op. Sorry, yeah, no. Co-op is what I'm interested in. PvP, yeah. a little less. Yeah. Um, I'd like to actually play the game with a friend. Man, if they could like... Uh, if they could do a really dope like um, some sort of hunt showdown mode, mm. like would be so clutch. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, I feel like every game, if you can do it now, should just throw in some sort of Hunt Showdown mode. I do believe. It's yeah. such a good idea what they did in that game. It's like... It's so underrated. Yeah. It really is. It's, um... Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I can't speak highly enough about it. I mean, it has its issues, for sure, especially on console, but... For sure. Um, I don't care. I feel like it's getting more appropriately rated as time goes by. <laughs> I think enough people I, are picking up on it and being yeah. like, dude, this game is fucking mental. It like, really is. Whoa. Yeah, it really is. Um, anyways, so do I have anything more to say about Armor Core? Oh, yeah, I guess my my one real bummer here is that I do feel like this is the best chance they're ever going to get at rebooting the franchise. Yeah. And the fact that they're not calling it Armored Core really fucking bugs me. Because it's like Armored Core 6, I mean... In my opinion, they always have dumb names for Armored Core. It's like Armored Core for Answer, Armored Core... Uh, well, this is Fires of Rubicon. Is that it? Yeah, which I personally think is kind of stupid sounding, but I mean, maybe some people love it. Um, I, Armored Core for Answer, Armored Core Raven something, Armored Core Portable, Armored Core... Man, they just they have a bunch of them, and it's just like, they've had so many Armored Cores, and it's like, this is the perfect time on a 10-year anniversary to be like, it's just Armored Core. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a new team. It's been a decade. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's like, no confusion. We're a new From Software. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like this is not the From Software of ten years ago anymore. No. Um, so I feel like that's a real missed opportunity, mm. especially because the game seems pretty different. Like, and why not take the opportunity to just separate yourself with name also? You know, but anyways. Oh. Well. Um, all that said, I mean, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. And I mean, if memory serves, the articles that we were, t- I think we talked about an article earlier this year where there was some thing, there's something circulating where there was an official statement from soft from 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 software. God, that's hard to say. From uh, from. From from uh, that the true true. This was after the the wild like some of the wild success numbers from Elden Ring had come in, like just the the sheer like sort of like almost incomprehensible numbers it was sold. Um, like I I would even be curious to see now, did it sell out? Like has it still sold out Call Call of Duty? Because it sold out Call of Duty for the entire year Whoa. up until something like uh, it was like I want to say like April of last year like of this year or something you know what okay, I mean yeah. like well up until the day you know it's, it's like it had outsold every game including Call of Duty anyways mm. um, but I feel like it was around then that From Software came out and they had a statement saying you know we're really happy with the success and we just want to say that we're also working on I think they said specifically at the time two other projects there had been the Armored Core rumors already, so we knew that was sort of like in the you know the in, yeah in in the works likely. Um, and they said they had two new projects that they weren't ready to talk about yet. One of the two of which is in the final stages of production, hmm. and clearly that seems like Armored Core now. You'd think. So what I thought was kind of surprising was that they didn't show a release date in the trailer, and I was a little like just because it was a long time ago. They said they were in final stages of production, and I'm sort of wondering now. I'm like maybe they were talking about something else. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm just surprised that they wouldn't lock down a release date because they're good with that stuff and they also usually hit release dates mm. or with very, very small delays. So I'm a little bummed out that it's just it's just 2023. It's sort of ephemeral, but I'm hoping it's the one that was in the final stages right? and they're just reluctant to put a release date. Yeah. But probably we'll get it pretty soon in 2023. I would think. But I mean, at the moment, this feels like an entire day off game for me. Mm. Uh, so Ooh. can't wait. Day off game. You know? Oh boy. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm, coming, I'm coming in terms with the fact that like, well, Miyazaki's now my boy, right? <laughs> and I've taken a day off for every single Dark Souls game from him so far. Why not extend that with like Armored Core? Is like it's such a breath of, breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a breath of the wild, but it's a breath of fresh air. Hey. That was a terrible joke. I <laughs> immediately regretted that when it came out. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what more? What's up? Nightingale looked interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah. Do you remember this game from Gamescom? Um, it's come up a lot of. Uh, we've actually, I think this is the third time uh, we're covering new footage for Nightingale. Hmm. Yeah, it's like two separate, uh, maybe games. Gamescom was for sure one of them, and I think it was Gamescom last year. And I think I've said it looked cool every time. Right? Yeah, we both have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I still think it looks cool. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like some sort of weird crafting fighting hybrid. Weird. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's like, what I find what's shocking about it is that it's sort of like, it sounds externally like it has a lot of MMO crafting game, mm. like Conan influence, uh, first-person fighting influence, but then at the same time, like, the first-person combat looks relatively crisp, and like, like surprisingly crisp for a multiplayer game, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I mean... We'll see. The, the best kind of multiplayer games are the ones that don't look like they're multiplayer games. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm right with you there. Uh, the only bummer for Nightingale is that... While I, I, I do, I have been consistently impressed with the footage every single time they've shown it. Um, it's unfortunately still PC only. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a shoe in for a console port, but yep. you know. So, yep. I mean, no, none of them. That's wood. That's wood. No, <laughs> there no, you go. That that's wood. This is wood. That's wood. Ah, uh, knock on wood. Uh, but um, yeah, that looks cool. I'm with you. Uh, I also thought what was another. You made me think of something there. Um, oh yeah, uh, the Dune MMO. Mm-hmm. Dune, yes. Yes, yes. By Funcom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm very curious. Yeah, what do you think? Very curious. Yeah. I, you know. It looks pretty real now, you know? I mean, I've there was problems with Funcom, but um, a little bit of a lack of faith with them. Yeah. But um, I still love Conan. And, uh, <laughs> For sure. And I dig Dune. Yeah. So yeah, me too. I'm kind of curious. I'm telling you now, I don't know if I have Conan in me, but if it comes out and it looks like not a, like a complete dumpster fire... I'm 100%. I'm going to get it. I'll mm-hmm. play it with you. Cool. I'll try it. You know, cool. It looks more like my cup of tea thematically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of dig on that. And I'm still curious about what the people behind Conan and what Conan is. Because I just find like... I, I, I still feel like that's one of the most interesting kinds of games you can have. I still think that Conan has one of the best ideas for how to do multiplayer PvP within like a non-PvP setting. Mm-hmm. It's almost like both combined in one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, like, because other games like it also have PvE servers and shit like that. Um, mm. But uh, the difference is the PvP on a lot of them is 24 hours. Yeah. And that's a problem. To yeah. Me. this That's what I really dug about Conan, was that it's, like, a cap, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, a lot of these games ask too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be playing, I don't want to have to be on a game for 18 hours a day. Yeah. You know, like, that's a little bit... Bad yeah. that they pushed that. Yeah, like nobody yeah. should be on a game for eighteen hours a day. I really feel like they've. I mean, you know, despite all the bad things we can say about the company, and they certainly have a a track record. They've got a track record. <laughs> they've got a controversial, if not sordid, past. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really nice balance. Yep. Like, like they may have just sort of found the correct balance in terms of perhaps the best way to handle this kind of integration. Well, it's you still know? Conan is my favorite survival game. Yeah, like hands down. Um, I mean, I am a Conan fan. I yeah. liked Conan as a kid. Yeah, I had a plywood. I love the movie Conan sword <laughs> when I was amazing. like six. Um, I can picture it. <laughs> dude, I love Conan. It was the yeah. best. But, he was pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, he's pretty on. awesome. Yeah. I used to watch the cartoon. I never saw the cartoon. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can he, imagine that being good. I think he had like a talking phoenix. Nineties. Yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe fucking. 80s, there was some cool no, was 90s, cartoons. I just remember he had like a talking phoenix or something that ate pomegranates. That's awesome. Like, dude, totally <laughs> random shit in my head. It might not have been a phoenix. 
It might have been like a fucking mini pterodactyl. I don't Some sort of talking bird. But he had a talking bird that liked pomegranates. And I remember <laughs> just being like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> That's but, pretty awesome. No, I just did Conan. Yeah. Like, uh, with your experience with the, the, the way they've handled the Conan game, do you think they'll do the same way of like PvP integration in Dune? No clue. Yeah. I really don't know what they're going to, what they're planning with Dune. Hmm. Um, I, I just don't know if they're going to do the building and stuff. I kind of doubt it. Um, oh, yeah? I just don't see. Maybe more traditional MMO kind of? I just don't see how. Honestly. Yeah. Like uh, the. Co- but isn't that kind of what they do? Air quotes. Mm, or do they make other games Conan. not like that? Not before Conan. I, don't I guess the Secret World is a game they they made on oh. they made too right on PC. It was oh, a sci-fi X Filesy kind of weird sci-fi game. Right, but there was no building. Right? Yeah, that was a standard MMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't know if they've done any other building things, hmm. and um, well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, well, all that to say, I'm also very curious. Very um, curious. And the trailer was really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of made me want to watch Dune again. I, yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was very so-so about that movie, but... I fucking loved it. I really liked the visual design. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it's kind of like I, the same way I feel about Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner movie. It's like, I would say it's worth watching just for the visual design. I didn't dig the story that much, but... No, I didn't feel the same way about Blade Runner as I do with as I did with Dune. Okay. Dune, I really I found it had a weird tone, and I yeah, that's true. It just had a weird fucking pace that I really enjoyed. I liked it that's more than cool, the original. Man. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I might I might check it out again sometime. Like, I mean, if you didn't get a huge kick out of it the first time, then maybe it's not worth it. But... I really, really like the visuals. Okay, when the next one comes out. Then maybe rewatch the first one. Yeah, before watching I would be, this one. I would be down for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. because I, I certainly like it enough. And Denis Villeneuve, D- Denis Villeneuve, Villeneuve, Villeneuve yeah. <laughs> is um, he's kind of like he's very, for me. I know this is maybe a hot take for some people, but uh, it was the first time I've used that in a sentence. Um, to me, he's really hit and miss. Like I've enjoyed some of the stuff he's done. Oh, did he, he do Valerian? The I don't. City of I, the don't I don't know. Uh, I feel like he did. He did uh, Arrival. Right, he also did Which Prisoners, I hated, but most people loved. He did what? Prisoner? I'm Prisoners? not sure. It's I gotta very go, possible. I gotta search him right now. Um, I'm, I'm not good with uh, direct writer-directors. <laughs> he's done a lot of really weird shit. Um, he did like, a, a really well-received Quebecois movie a while ago that was like, that's like super famous. Okay. Um, that I believe is... It, it, I think it looks awesome. What like, was it called? Uh, the Quebecois the movie? Mm-hmm. Maybe Fahrenheit or something to do with heat. Oh. Like, I'm kind of blanking, yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm just looking at his shit right now, because... Okay, um, yeah, so he did Prisoners. Not sci-fi at all. Fucking, but, like, a good movie. Like, serial killer sort of fish. Jake Gyllenhaal. The the guy that played uh, Wolverine. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, He did Sicario. Oh, that's pretty well received, right? Yeah. I dug it. He did Blade Runner too. I he did Arrival. For, I forgot about that. Yeah, I I don't like that movie. Yeah, I thought such that movie was weird, garbage. Such a weird pace <laughs> and like just not. It, no, it wasn't for me either. But um, mm. it was nice visuals. Such an odd pace though, and I yeah. I could respect that. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I, know I what didn't. You mean. I didn't walk away saying that it was a great movie. I also didn't walk away saying that it was a shit movie. I just walked away saying not so much for me, but. This, Probably worth a watch. This is why I was saying Fire uh, or Fahrenheit 2010 Ace which is apparently is really, really good. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't seen it, but uh, that sounds like maybe the sort of like, to me, the best film, air quotes. Mm. Um, but there's one thing that we can't argue is that like his visual design is insane. Yeah, he's got chops. Wait I mean, a minute. I don't even see Dune on this list. Oh, yeah, no. Yep. What the fuck is this list? Um, I mean, Arrival, even though I hated it, 
had some awesome visuals. Right. Like, awesome visuals. And Blade Runner 2049 is, like, worth it for the visuals. He didn't do the one that I was thinking of, uh, that uh, Valerian piece of shit movie. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, he did some fucking bad stuff, too, though. Like, um, Mm. The Enemy was horrible. I have no idea what that is. Jake Gyllenhaal again. Okay. Um, I watched it, like, not that long ago because he did it. Mm. And I was like, okay, maybe this movie's going to pick up. (laughs) Um, And then it just ends And I was like What the fuck did I just watch Yeah Uh, Like this was the biggest waste of time Ever Yeah I think it's like some Some teacher Finds out that He looks exactly like some famous actor And like I don't know Tries to like get in touch with them And like they try to like trade Play Dude It was fucking weird And it was horrible Like, I think it's on Netflix or something. I don't Mm. know. That was me. I didn't like it. I might have just been expecting Dune and got this, like, weird fucking drama. Yeah. All in all, though, he's got, like, really weird pacing, which I I can respect. Yeah. And um, I guess it's kind of hit or miss, you know? Sure. Like, like Arrival and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. A lot of people really enjoyed that. I know. No, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, critically, I think it did extremely well. Mm. Yeah. But I'm with you. I did not. Yeah. Like, um, I, <laughs> just didn't dig it's it. not, it's not that I hated it, though. No, it was me just neither. that I didn't, I wasn't impressed by it. I, I was thought like, it was dumb. I thought the script writing was dumb. I thought the story was dumb. Like, the alien part of the story was kind of cool, but then, like, there the was so much bullshit with, like, the characters oh my God. talking to each other the, that the, was the security, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, painful. Like, painful to watch. Mm. So, yeah, I, do. I mean, for me, it was mostly just, like, story, narrative, mm. and, like, I just not working for me. Like, Fair enough. The, the general concept of, like, aliens come, can't speak, figure out, yay, you know, it's like, yeah, that, yeah, that works. That <laughs> does. Nothing but... wrong with that, but there was a lot of other shit on top of that. <laughs> I do believe you. Anyways, anyways. Um, back to video games. I can go through a list real quick of other stuff I thought was cool. Do you have anything, yeah. anything in particular that, uh, for, for, from your angle, that stood out to you besides uh, what we already talked about? Um, no, just the Nightingale, which we did talk about. Yeah. Um, no, not really. No. I mean, what about I, Crime Boss Rock A City? Did that do anything for you? Not at all. I thought they looked cool. I thought it looked retarded. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it looked cool. I, had I really dig all the actors so in it. Far, yeah, I like the actors too, but I mean, like, that doesn't mean I'm going to like the fucking game. Like, I just thought the game looked pretty pretty interesting too. I don't know. Not for me. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I was just not. No, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Sometimes things rub you the wrong way, man. Like mm. I, I, you know, it could be my mood too. Could be. I watched it today. I yeah. was grumpy. I mean, sure. I might have just been like, "Oh, I'm <laughs> stupid fucking criminal game." <laughs> Shut the fuck up, like mafia. Uh, um, yeah, that was well received. I don't know the whole Fair. the whole criminal stuff. Uh, whatever. It's a little overdone, dude. It's I, just played out. I, I can mean, relate to that. I can relate to that. What year did GTA come out in? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like. Also, GTA takes up so much space well, in the minds of people. <laughs> but GTA has it. Does it? So much better than anybody else because yeah. it makes it a joke. Sure, like there's yeah. so much satire in that fucking that game. Like the yeah. so many little the little shows that they have in the yeah. game. The radio, yeah, fucking hilarious. Um, they actually have famous people voicing a lot of the shit. Yeah, they're fucking funny. Yeah, and like it's just it's so the little signs that you see on yeah. the on the boards are like just punny as hell. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was just a masterpiece. I know? mean, GTA takes up a lot of space in the gaming industry, but also I think arguably deserves to take up that much oh, space. Oh, I think it does. Right? So it's it's more that like, yeah, with something of that caliber, mm-hmm. um, there isn't that much room for other stuff. No, so no, no, no. I and, believe that factors in. You know? yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. just how I, like, I don't know. I'm not into the, the crime... 
I just don't care about the crime stuff. Fair enough, it's man. Like, Fair uh, enough. Yeah. The irony is that I usually don't, and this time for whatever reason I was like, but because mm. you love Danny Glover. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, Danny Glover. Oh, uh, Predator. Yeah. Uh, he's the one from uh, uh, his name Weapon, is like is Glover or Gloves or something. He's a black guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was getting him confused with Danny Trejo. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> I but don't it, like Danny Trejo. I do like Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, in the You're game, right. his name is like Gloves or something. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, okay, you know. it just looks cute. I don't know. I yeah, mean, the cute is what bothers. Me. Madsen is there too, and they got fucking Michael Madsen. Uh, they got, um, you know, who I actually think is a pretty good actor. The from Walking Dead season one. The evil brother of Daryl. Oh yeah, Merle. Yeah, he's good. Well, I like that guy. Of mall rats. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> that that was he was, he was really funny in that. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was amazing. He was amazing. Oh, he's a good actor. I don't know. I mean, it just I was really like these actors are fun. Yeah. Like yeah. you are working for me because you, your actors because are. Of, yeah. Okay. So I get that. <laughs> I get that. I'm just like I can't believe you paid all these good people to work on this and it's working. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Judas, uh, I do think that the Bioshock, the new Bioshock game looks amazing. Okay. Um, there is, I didn't realize this until very recently, but there is another Bioshock game in development, not by Ken Levine, but because he left 2K, who is the, I want to say the publisher and had the rights to it. 2K is going to make another Bioshock game. Fuck that game and its asshole, I'll say right now. And I don't care anymore. I want to play this. This is clearly another Bioshock and like I don't yeah I don't care what and not that maybe the game will be great I don't know but uh, Ken Levine is the I think he's he's the he's the driving force behind it and he uh, is Bioshock he is Bioshock yeah so and I don't I mean I've heard other people say that it's maybe a little derivative like a, a little a bit like is it too much Bioshock and I can see why you'd say that I didn't feel that way I mean I thought it was like a, a different environment a little bit more space stationy stuff mm. that's different um, I thought the characters stylistically it looks like his other games but the characters look like different types of characters okay. than he's cast previously and I think that's cool go somewhere I really thought the trailer was amazing hmm. um, like the like the music direction and art right, direction right. on it it was fucking awesome so can't wait for that um, Hades 2 I'm confused because uh, Supergiant Games has never made a sequel before and I don't think that they necessarily should that said you like Hades it, it does look very good mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so I guess um, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a lot less interested in this than I would be in their usual stuff. Right. You know, right. because every single time it's been something not totally different, but like a different style, a different theme, a different character, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they have like a, a feel to their studio, but right. they've been pretty different, you know. So a little disappointed, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Stranding 2. I don't care about. I mean, I'm curious, but I, I didn't play Death Stranding 1. So I'm, yeah. I just don't care. I'm more curious than I used to be, and I also still believe that uh, Kojima is a as a pretty good creator in the world of video oh, games. Oh, absolutely. I believe that um, it... I, I feel I would rather... I would actually like to sit down and watch someone play it. Yeah. I don't actually want to play it myself. Though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear like, you. it looks interesting you. as all hell, but... Just not something I feel like diving into. Yeah, no, um, I, I completely understand. But I would love to sit there and watch someone play it for hours. Same know, here, probably. same here. Um, and that might make me want to play it too. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, I, I can say that I will for sure be watching reviews when it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's for sure. Um, real quick, other games. Earthblade uh, by the guys who made Celeste. Uh, that game was not interesting to me, but had insane critical reception. Mm. So I would love to try that. It's a pixel indie shit. Um, but it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's like Celeste was not super for me, but it looks like the studios really got chops, so I'm curious. 
Uh, Blue Protocol. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. Uh, yeah. It, it looks okay, but it's kind of JRPG bullshit also. Yeah. Replaced. New footage. Holy shit, I want to play that game. It looks like one of the best indie games of like the, in, that's going to be in like a long time. Hmm. Um, but it's also Xbox only. Maybe we'll get lucky and later they'll break their exclusivity. But the game looks amazing. This is the, uh, if you don't remember the footage from this specific event, we have talked about this before. It's the game that is like, uh, it had pixel art so good that you thought that I was bullshitting you with its pixel art. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and it's like a cyberpunk right. kind of 2D no, I cyberpunk remember. I do remember I'm like yeah okay yeah. if you're calling that pixel art I'm like I don't hate all pixel art yeah <laughs> yeah no I know what you mean it just looks incredible mm -hmm. uh, it still looks incredible and it also looks like it also has because I was a little worried Good that it was going to be yeah, yeah like, I was, combat I was, looks cool totally I was worried it was going to be just a puzzle game mm -hmm. but it definitely has combat so mm -hmm. to me this is like this game is the spiritual evolution of flashback in like the best way possible right Right, but maybe only Xbox. So, oh, well. single tier. Uh, Dead Cells: Returning Castlevania. Mm -hmm. I was surprised by the fact that I cared about this a little bit. Hmm. Uh, I thought I wouldn't, and I was like, you know what? I mean, I do believe that Dead Cells is overrated. Um, that said, I played about probably forty hours of it. Okay. It is it is very good. Um, it's just uh, to me not the ten on ten that a lot of people think it is. Right. Uh, it's more like a really really solid eight. <laughs> okay, know? but um, a hard eight. Yeah, a hard eight. Uh, but Castlevania kind of makes sense in Dead Cells a bit and I kind of hate this crossover bullshit but at the same time they played the Castlevania music and it was all the classic music <laughs> from the old games remixed in amazing heavy metal tracks and, and I'm like it, it totally got me yeah, so I was like I was 100% ready to, to shit all over this mm -hmm. and you know I find that I can't anymore so <laughs> well, good job then that's, uh, that's it I mean I think that's kind of all I've got to say I don't know yeah um, me too I, I mean Again, I only watched the nine-minute thing, but sure. Uh, and there probably is one or two others that looked okay. But there was a lot more cool shit that I'm not talking about, like, for sure. But this is the majority. Yeah, overall, it was a really good show. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of very interesting announcements. Yeah. You know, but yeah. um, I also I thought the Last of Us Last of Us remake, I guess, footage looked kind of good. Or was it Last of Us Two footage? No, it was, it was the remake. Remake. Yeah. I've played that game one and a half times, I think, and. Um, it looks pretty awesome. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, and if if there is a time to go back into it, it's well, and also looks pretty good. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it came out long enough ago that a lot of people on PS5 never played it really. Totally. I mean, so it'd be stupid to play, you know, anything other than this. Yeah. Now for the for first sure. time, you know, for sure. Like yeah. this, it just seems like the the right move. You know, it's like it, it's like playing Resident Evil Two. Yeah. The original. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, there's it's, kind of, you know, more advanced stuff out now. Maybe interesting should... for historical reasons. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're doing a paper or something, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess to close, you know, really awesome Game Awards. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually, I, for, I kind of forgot to talk about this, but not that I really give too much of a shit about the actual awards themselves, but I was very happy to see that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Happiest day of my life. Dude. <laughs> Not really, but, you know. It was a great day to be it wrong. It was a great fucking... <laughs> it really, it, that was the most uh, pleased I've been with a, an award to any game, probably ever. Um, not that I pay much attention to it, to tell you the truth. I mean, maybe this has happened multiple times, and I just, well, didn't pay attention. But, uh, dude, for... I think it was a very good decision. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that they did it with God of War Ragnarok in the same mm -hmm. lineup. I just, I, I'm like, wow. 
You know? I mean, as meaningless as these things are, they still, you know, it, it is the only awards. Okay, that's not true. Um, but it is one of the, it's perhaps the, is it even the biggest? There's the Dice Awards, which I feel like are more well-respected. Is there BAFTAs, or is that something that's writing? I think there's, like, maybe a couple other award shows, but this is certainly the one with the most sort of, like, big-budget fanfare, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, And it's still nice to see uh, teams that deserve it get recognition. Absolutely. So, in case you haven't seen any of the news, Elden Ring did, in fact, actually win Game of the Year, uh, in addition to... Wait, did it actually win Game of the Year? I think it it did. It won four awards. I thought it won Game of the Year. I think it is Game of the Year. It fucking better. No, I'm pretty pretty sure sure it it is. I'm pretty sure that... Yeah. The... I'm pretty sure that's what they got were the the French guy trolled them during that. Right. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so Elden Ring really did win game of the year, which means that also unlike a lot of the ga- a lot of games that have bullshit game of the year editions, there can be later a game of the year edition for Elden Ring. Fully earned. <laughs> Cuz they actually fucking earned it. Mm-hmm. Um they also won I think best RPG, uh best game direction. Now, I'm just going to I'm going to take second because just this, to celebrate uh Miyazaki here. Because he deserves it. Best Game Direction category, which is described as outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Definitely. Because he fucking has those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. Uh, and he also they also won uh, Best Art Direction, which is really Perfectly nice. makes sense. Yeah. I think there's a... I can't even remember what won. I don't think the thing that did win doesn't deserve to have it. But I feel like there was a really good argument for Sound Direction also. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the music alone could do it. But with sound direction as a whole, mm-hmm. which it, the company does, I, the company, the category does include both, right? Right. So, you know, uh, too bad, but uh, I think maybe God of War got that one. Um, and they had to get something. But they don't, I mean, it also doesn't <laughs> have to win everything. It got Game of the Year, it's fine. That's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and, Game of the Year, I'm happy. Yeah, I think uh, Game of the Year, I, I, it's sort of like, if even if it just had best game direction, I think I would have been satisfied. Not me. Not as good as Game of the Year, but... Uh, just Game of the Year is good enough for me. It's. I mean, it's the. It's the first time. Uh, you know, is it the first time that from software is? I think it's the first time they've ever had game of the year. I meant to. I'll, I'll be honest. I just sort of ran out of time. But I meant to do. A, I wouldn't mind doing a retrospective. Maybe we'll do this for next game of the game of the year awards. Um, just see. You know how happy we are with the fact that Elden Ring won game of the year compared to like the last like ten things that won. Yeah. It's kind of like you know. I feel like sometimes. There is things that win that I believe in. Like, I think Last of Us got it, right? The year that it came out? Mm-hmm. I think. I do believe. And, and that was earned. Yeah, that was 100% earned. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, com- I'm still completely happy with that to this day. Like, that game deserved all the praise it got. It's just, it just it's rare that things get Game of the Year that... Deserve it. Yeah, that I feel like, com- like actually... I agree I, with, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's really nice to see. Um, I mean, do I have anything else to close? Oh, yeah, I guess uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but... There were, I mean, people are pointing this out on the internet, and it's a, it's just like a silly little thing, but it is kind of neat that uh, Miyazaki, during his accept- acceptance speech, did say that this is not the last thing that we have from Elden Ring. Mm. So, kind of indicating that there will be uh, something. Good. So, that's cool. I will love to see what that is. Um, and I guess, unfortunately, Teague didn't get a chance to dig into his wrap-up tools, but Josh did his, uh, his uh, funny... Game of the Year, uh, not uh, PlayStation wrap up, right? Right, where they have that thing where you can like see all the hours you played and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I gotta be honest, we just had a conversation off recording about how I'm so much happier with the amount of hours I play video games <laughs> now than I used to be because I feel like my sort of like addiction issues are like a lot more under control. Right. 
<laughs> and how happy I am to interface with video games via a podcast rather than necessarily playing them, playing as much kind of thing. Um, but apparently my wrap-up tools paint a very different picture. <laughs> the actual facts paint a different picture. So uh, the not surprising thing is that uh, Elden Ring was the game I played the most of. Okay. Number two, yeah, 45% of my annual playtime was Elden Ring. Uh, oh. Second place, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Third place, Cyberpunk. Fourth place, Aliens Fireteam. Fifth place, The Long Dark, which was my girlfriend. Hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I really like all, all, uh, all of those games. I, I like Cyberpunk the least, but I still like it for a lot of things. For sure. Uh, and it's nice to see that I really did play a lot of Aliens Fireteam. And da- yeah, Diablo 2 Resurrected, when that came... I mean, for a brief time, I was insanely into that yeah, game you yeah. know like just I still think it's really good I but, think I just uh, deleted it <laughs> yeah well you know but you were you were never that into it right not like, at all yeah yeah. that's that's. Fair. I bought it for Jazz and she bought it for me for Christmas so we could play together mm. we played together once I think and yeah. we're like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> not really a great game it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, I, I get that 100% mm-hmm. you know like yeah it's really not for everybody mm. um, yeah for 458 hours logged playing Elden Ring that's mm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do fucking love the game, so it's kind of it's kind of amazing. But here's the really the kind of horrifying statistic. <laughs> so I played weirdly exactly 1,000 hours of games this that year. That sounds bullshit. Which does seem like bullshit. But then if you look at the breakdown of time, it is two categories with numbers that add up to a thousand. So I don't know, but apparently I played a thousand hours. A thousand hours of games in a year. So what does that break down to? Well, what You're they... the math guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's three hours a day. Average three hours a day. Okay, that's a lot. I should probably I should probably work on that a bit. <laughs> it seems a little inappropriate. But you only got into the Marvel game recently, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean, and I I also went through. I think it goes in periods too. Mm-hmm. You know, like Definitely. some periods. Like because I remember I, there was a period. Like I played a lot of Elden Ring when it first came out, and then I really put it down, and then I didn't come back for like months. Yeah, like months and months. Um, but apparently, uh, even though I just said that to you earlier about the fact that I'm playing, I feel like I'm playing less games. <laughs> apparently, I played actually 245 more hours this year than I did last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, fucking amazing. For an overall 32% increase in playtime. <laughs> so you played more hours now than during the COVID lockdown. Uh, it seems like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, somehow my life is not falling apart. I maybe it I maybe it isn't, I don't realize, but <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing though. They do give two numbers. The eight hundred and fifty three total hours on PS five with one hundred and forty seven hours on PS four games. Which okay. does add up to a thousand. And that's actually on games and not just the system being on, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh I don't know. Because I, I often I mean, see your system is on yeah, when you're not home. Uh that's a really good point. My girlfriend watches Always. actually more hours of television than I play video games Dude, literally every day of the year. I see it all the time. It's probably you're not that. on a game, you're, yeah. but your account is on. And it's like, even when you're here, like, I bet you anything. No, if you're... I go on, if oh, I go she's on, for sure... Play, yeah, she's yeah. for sure watching something on Netflix. I, I'm for willing sure. to bet anything <laughs> that you are technically online right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 You're 100% right. <laughs> that's probably it, man. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, fuck, you're not. Oh, no? No. Well, that's a little odd. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there goes my fucking point but <laughs> <laughs> unless I said it to offline last time I was playing because you're getting messages yeah invites yeah exactly uh, that's possible but anyways <laughs> either way if it counts just being on or watching Netflix also 
then yeah, that might be a dramatically overinflated number. I'm curious. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really good question. But I anyways. kind of feel like if they are actually looking at time played, then they would think about that. You'd think. Also, they only show games on the analysis thing, mm-hmm. so probably it is legit. I, think, I don't know. Yeah. You know Either don't know. way. Either way, apparently I actually played more than I did last year, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Sh- shows what I know. Um, hey. Was there anything else interesting here? Uh... Yeah, and I played this. This was actually this was was cool. I played nineteen percent more games than I played last year. Hmm. Like more different games, right? right. Which that's cool. That's like, big. That's, yeah, that's that, that is big and that, that's really nice. Um, but I mean, I guess that's kind of all, all I got for you. Yeah, you know? fair enough. I am gonna check my shit after. I just gotta find my code. And whatever. It, these things are fun. I'm curious. It's just, I mean, it's like I was shocked by the numbers. I mean, I'm sure that like because again, I don't play that much, but there has been. A lot of the time I've played has been like just messing around on Red Dead with a buddy. Yeah. Right? And like, it's not as much as it used to be at all. But mm-hmm. I am curious how much time I've spent on online. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun and often illuminating, mm-hmm. not always in a good way <laughs> to see these numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I thought was cool too is that I, I definitely play more multiplayer now than I used to for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, I, which I is mean, cool. And stuff and yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But also you. Um, I mean, yeah. we've played. Handful <clears throat> of times. I mean, we, it's true, um, but it started like my enthusiasm started a lot with like uh, getting into Aliens Fire Team with you, right? Like right. that did a lot to that to begin with, mm-hmm. and then this year <laughs> I played some Aliens Fire Team with uh, my other friends and my brother, mm-hmm. and I also did some D two. Yeah, I can't remember how much. I did, probably didn't do too much actual multiplayer, but okay. Um, but I thought that was neat. I mean, like as I I, I I am playing overall more multiplayer games than I used to be, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good that they don't count Elden Ring in that category, it's just because it's not that it's not multiplayer, but it's not traditional multiplayer. No, you know? no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, not like Aliens Fire Team or Conan no, no, or whatever. No. You know? I mean, like Aliens Fire Team, you can't play solo, really. Right? Well, I mean, you can. You could. Yeah. yeah. I guess you get two. It's droids. actually fine too. You know? Yeah, you get two it's, of the droids, right? It's just way better in multiplayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, get any closing comments? I'm I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check my <laughs> shit after for sure. I want to see how much I'm time curious. I put on Hunt. Uh, I do too. Yeah, I'm kinda, yeah, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> and, it out. And like, even if you you know play like I don't know, say a hundred hours of games in a year, which is not not that much. Oh no, it's way more than that. For sure, for sure. But I mean, even if you played a very little, it's still really fascinating to see the breakdown of like what hours were in what, mm-hmm. like what percentages were in what things. For sure. And what percentages were online versus not online, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. I was a little bummed that they, they don't give you an option to like see um, all the games you played this year. Oh. You know, because I also finished Signalis, and that doesn't even register on that list, right? Really? Well, they, I'm sure it counts for the total games played. But not for... Yeah, they just show you the top four. I kind of wish they would actually just show you if you All wanted everything. Yeah. 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 No, I'm kind of with you. So, too bad, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We're going to be having a long evening. That doesn't mean you're going to be. Um, and doing immediately our super special Christmas bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And or what we sometimes like to call filler. Mm. <laughs> but uh, for the moment... Merry Christmas. Uh, not Happy New Year, I want to say. No, Happy New Year also. All right. Well, bye humbug, and Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. See you in 2023.